Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Bright Line podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about body image, uh, all things body image related, <laughs> how uh, you view yourself and your body image, how the world views you. Uh, we think this is a really important topic because especially as your body changes uh, and you lose weight and you change sizes, uh, there can be some, you know, I'll throw the buzzy word out, the dysmorphia. Um, around the way that you view yourself and then the way others view you. So uh, I think we'll just go hard hitting first and we'll talk about our own body image. (laughs) Uh, I know Bonnie's cringing. (laughs) Uh, So because um, I'm going to throw it to you, Bonnie, can you want to talk about your own body image and how that's changed through the program? Uh, And I mean, even historically, like what you thought Mm -hmm. of your body, I think it's a good place maybe to start. Yeah, I think like... I remember going through puberty and I was already getting, you know, a pooch in my tummy Mm -hmm. and my thighs were kind of big and compared to other kids my age, you know, I'm short and so it's not as noticeable to some people. Short short. meaning? Uh, Under five, two. I'm five, one and a half. Um, (laughs) But I I remember just constantly looking in the mirror and thinking, oh, you know, if I could just have that, suck my stomach in a little bit and be a little thinner. And I wish my thighs didn't look like that, right? And so that was like, we're talking 13. I mean, from the beginning. And, mm-hmm. and I wasn't overweight. Right. I, I was not right. overweight at that time at all. But just the shape of my body, genetically. You know, I don't look like, I don't know, a skinny supermodel. Never did, right. never, you know. I mean, I didn't at pre-puberty, I don't think, mm-hmm. right? So, and you know, I think we talked about this in a previous episode. But, the, you know, my mom would tell me that, you know, you're thin enough if your knees touch together and you can see light between your thighs. And wow. that is just not my body shape, right? So yeah. so I was already worried about it and right. didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's that thing. I think everybody has this, gosh, you look back at pictures of yourself well, how could I have not been happy with my body then, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I would love to have that body now, right? right. But I, I was never happy with it. Um, and then I think, you know, I as I started gaining weight, you know, in my middle age years, um, when I, I, I stopped doing habitual extra, ritual exercise, excessive mm-hmm. exercise, and mm-hmm. intermittent starvation, um, and I just kind of let it go. And I was like, oh, I just like... I did the, I'm middle-aged now, and I can just make peace with it, and who cares what my body looks like? Mm-hmm. And I did that kind of denial thing. What's the, you know, the part of me that just was like, screw it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about this anymore. So I just took the part of me that used to worry about it, and I stuffed that way down. It's not like it went away, mm-hmm. but stuffed it down, and then, you know, got really heavy. You know, I got 70 pounds overweight, and I had, again, just kind of made made peace with it. Um, when I finally decided to kind of get control of things and found BLE and started losing weight, Um, I definitely think there was an initial feeling of wanting your body to look good. You know, there was a, that vanity thing of, I want my body to look good. And so that's part of what I'll get out of this. I'll lose the weight and it'll look good. And then the reality hits that, um, you know, as you, uh, as I am now in my Mm fifties and I was 70 pounds Mm -hmm. overweight at only five foot one and a half, I carried all my weight, you know, in my chest around my belly and in my upper thighs. And so that skin stretched out to accommodate all that weight. 
and it is now kind of saggy. And so, I mean, I remember, you know, I went to buy a bathing suit last year and I was able to buy a size four bathing suit, which is mm -hmm. really small. I've never mm -hmm. been a size four. Again, guys, I mean, I went from like at 12, I was in a kid's 12 yeah. and then I was in a seven, eight. I mean, it's just like <laughs> I skipped zero, two, four, six. Right? <laughs> Those didn't happen. Right. And so I'm, I'm in this size four bathing suit and I'm just like looking in the mirror in the dressing room and I just wanted to start crying because it's like I'm looking at just my thigh skin, like just, it's just kind of hanging. Right. And so, um, this has been a process of coming back to reality and going, all right, you're in your mid fifties. You were never interested in being a supermodel. So this mm -hmm. is not like there's a job that is no longer on my, right. you know, my future capacities. <laughs> um, and it's like, I have a healthy body and I can do a lot more with my body than I could. And hopefully I'm going to live to see you know, my great grandkids graduate high school, right? Hopefully I'm going to live a beautiful whole life in this healthier body. And I didn't do this so that I could look pretty to somebody or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I have had to kind of make peace with that. Um, I recently, and I, we've talked about this, uh, not on the podcast yet, but I recently noticed in the community, like somebody posting about, they were going to have surgery to remove skin mm -hmm. and showing pictures of what their tummy and their thighs look like. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I didn't come from, you know, over a hundred pounds of weight loss, but I can so relate with just the way your flesh looks mm -hmm. as you lose weight when you've been significantly overweight. And I'd love to see more pictures of that even though I know it's so brave and so painful for people to post that, but I love yeah. seeing it because it's like, we need to normalize that. Yep. We need to normalize that if you're very overweight and you lose a bunch of weight, the skin's going to hang down and those little cellulite bits are going to be in there. And these are human bodies and this mm -hmm. is what human bodies look like. And there's nothing wrong with it. It means you got healthy, you know? And yes, if you've got skin rubbing, you need to have it removed because that's mm -hmm. painful and uncomfortable, but you shouldn't need to have skin removed or have something done just because you're worried about what someone else thinks about what it looks like. And you yourself should not judge yourself that way. But that's a lot for many of us to get past, right? But that's yeah. been my journey with it. I've really kind of made peace with, I mean, I'm not going to say I enjoy looking at myself in the mirror in a bathing suit for a prolonged period of time. <laughs> but I, I am now comfortable putting on a bathing suit and like, you know, I... I go swim at the public pool because I like swimming laps and I don't feel mm -hmm. uncomfortable or embarrassed or anything to just be in a one piece bathing suit. That's not covering my thighs. I'm not in like a, you know, I'm not in bike pants or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel comfortable being who I am and I don't feel like I'm being judged and I don't judge myself and I've just had to get to that point. So that's yeah. kind of how I feel. How about you? Well, I was Robin. Do you want me to talk or do you have you thoughts? Go. Okay. It's going to be a lot. I'm sorry guys. Go. The loose skin is a struggle for me. Uh, so my starting back to the beginning of my body image journey, and I have also talked about this before on the podcast, is that I became overweight at 13. So, you know, mm -hmm. again, pre-pubescent or right at puberty. Mm -hmm. And uh, during my middle school, high school years, really uh, personified like the tomboy, because at that point there weren't cute girly clothes. So the clothes that mm -hmm. I could fit in were, you know, thrifted jeans in the men's section mm -hmm. and big t-shirts and that sort of thing. So that's what I wore, um, and didn't feel comfortable in my body at all at that point. And then in my early twenties became 
um, really empowered to love my body for what it was still Mm -hmm. overweight and large at that point, but just really love my body, um, for what it was. And no matter what size I was, I was going to be cute. I was going to wear the clothes Mm -hmm. I wanted to wear. I wasn't going to let anybody tell me like what was allowed and what wasn't allowed for Mm -hmm. my body size. Um, really before body positivity was a thing. I know I've said that before, like, is that I really embraced that. And then as body positivity became more of a thing, I definitely like latched onto that as a movement. So I've been on a weight loss journey. Like I, I did lose a bunch of weight before, um, and didn't have the amount of loose skin that I have now because it was pre children and it was, you know, mm-hmm. 10 plus years ago. Um, and, uh, I remember we had a patient who had lost a very significant amount of weight and had a ton of loose skin mm. And I honestly think that I had a fear for a long time about losing weight because of that, like seeing that like personified. And I still think about that today when I think about loose skin and the way that my body looks, I, I think about her and, um, how stressed out that makes me. And and I will admit that there's vanity. That's vanity. Like it is, Mm -hmm. it is a hundred percent vanity that I don't want to look, I don't want to look like that. Uh, and so for me, my, um, I'm still struggling a lot with loose skin and what I'm, what the possibilities are. So I have lost now about 110 pounds. Uh, just got into Wonderland. <laughs> so 199 woohoo, for the first time in my adult life. So that's a big deal. I want to mm-hmm. pause there for the first time in my adult life. I'm under 200 pounds, which is great. And that should be enough, right? That should be enough right yes, there. It should, it should be. Mm-hmm. But yet, I still have the vanity of... And you now hike miles a week with this body that I you could do, do that before. I do, yeah. I know. But mm-hmm. I just struggle with the loose skin. So what my commitment has been to myself, and you know, Bonnie and Robin know this, mm-hmm. I've told them and um, other people as well, is that whenever I get to goal weight, I am going to hold at least for a year before I make any decisions. But that for me surgical options aren't off the table. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that too, um, I know mobility can be an issue for people with a lot of loose skin. And so I don't, I want to make sure that I don't have mobility issues, meaning like I don't get rashes and, you yeah. know, just feel like I'm impeded in my movement because of my skin, but there's also the vanity involved yep. of, yeah. um, you know, and I know there's people in the community that have had skin removal and, uh, you know, I think there's good results. I think there's, you know, maybe not some not good results, just depending on where you go and, and mm-hmm. what your skin, you know, the shape of your skin was and all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, I'm, I will weigh this very, uh, heavily when the time comes, when I get to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think for myself, like, I definitely feel like in clothes, I look good now, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I just like, it's, it's so funny because, you know, we live close to each other, but we see each other every couple weeks or so. Right. Yeah. And with the amount of weight that I'm losing, it's like every time I know every time mm-hmm. you guys see me, there's all, there's it's a, a comment, different makeup. Yeah. There's a comment about how, how small, how much smaller yeah. I am. And it's, I mean, it's great. Like, obviously that's very affirming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I look at myself in the mirror and I have incredible dysmorphia for my size. Um, yeah. just that I can't believe that this is the body that I, this is the size of the body that I live in now. So I still have some disconnect there for sure. And, you know, I, I will admit like seeing 199 on the scale, I was like, it's a fluke. Like, oh. it's not going to, it's not going to stay. Like, can't there's no real. way I can, I, there's no way I can be under 200 pounds cause I've never done mm-hmm. that before. Mm-hmm. So I think all that to say, I still, I still have a lot of work to do when it comes to, my vanity with the loose skin mm-hmm. and what, what my decisions will be. But I also am 
I don't want to put myself through, you know, surgical procedures that I don't have to go through. So for me, it's more about like, I want to wait and see what, mm-hmm. um, what's going to come because I'm not done losing. I'm still in weight loss. So I'm not done losing weight yet. Um, and that I, you know, once I get to whatever my bright body is, whatever that goal weight is, uh, that I want to see what that looks like with the mm-hmm. skin and all. So, Yeah. That's my that's 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 my body image. <laughs> and and listening to both of you talk, like so many things were running through my head, the idea of the impact of social media on what we think bodies again, quote unquote, should look like and what's normal and not normal in Bonnie when you were talking about, you know, wishing that more people would post pictures of their of their of their post weight loss bodies or even their even their progress weight loss bodies, so that we are normalizing what what bodies, real bodies yeah. actually look yeah. like that are not supermodels out there that or airbrushed. are airbrushed, yeah. airbrushed, right? Yeah. AI, AI bods. Um, because I think so much of what we are seeing in the media now is fake or unrealistic. Well, and I'll comment on this as someone who does do a lot of posting on social media. Mm-hmm. I edit myself. If I feel right. like something doesn't look right. good, I'm not going to post sure. it. Sure. And so, I mean, that is definitely high in my mind as someone who yeah. does want to support the community of weight loss in mm-hmm. whatever, you know, in whatever mm-hmm. you look like. I still struggle with being that authentic and like, yeah. oh, that doesn't, that doesn't look attractive. Like, I'm not sure I want to post that. Right. And I don't, I mean, I, I don't want to say that to like, oh yeah, I'm totally curating everything I put out there. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty authentic as far as like my personality and stuff. But yes. I will say with the way that I look, I, you know, sure. I, I don't put on makeup, no, I don't put on makeup, but I do mm-hmm. make sure my hair looks okay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I mean, I think that it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's rough. And I, and it's not even because I think people are going to say bad things about me because no one has. It's just your internal vision of yourself and the judgment. I mean, the self judgment, which is again, just a deep seated. Yes. It is really, no one else really gives a crap what we look like. (laughs) Right. I mean, if you're a movie star and they're posting stuff, people will, but, but even when people are making those comments, it's a deflection. Sure. It's a projection of their own insecurity about themselves when they're saying that some famous person doesn't look good. Right. In reality, when we're walking around in the world. No one is looking at you going, well, oh my God, right? Well, well, this brings us to our next topic. Okay, Did right. you have something to say before we move on, Robin? No, no. I was, I was going to jump in about judgment. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so like something else we wanted to talk about on this episode is how the rest of the world views mm-hmm. you, especially mm-hmm. when you're in weight loss and you're in yeah. a significant amount of weight loss. Yep. So yes. if you want to go ahead, Robin. Yeah, but that, that concept of judgment that we have become this society where judgment... Uh, has somehow become acceptable in some areas, right? And that... Well, it can be anonymous. uh, Yes. And you can hide behind, you know, uh, social media to uh, to make your rude comment. That that (laughs) people will say things on social media that they would never say to your face. Right. And we need, we as a society, I'll get on my soapbox, we as a society need to examine that and we need to be willing to examine ourselves um, and our and our social media use of, d- does this really need to be said? Yeah. You know, do I really need to post this comment about so-and-so? What is the purpose of me saying X, Y, Z? Thumper's rule. Thumper's rule. Say something yep, nice you bet. about someone. Don't say anything well, at all. And I want to say the BLE community 
Oh my gosh. Is so, amazingly yeah. supportive. Oh, I and, love that. Oh, I mean, I mean even mm-hmm. not just in Facebook, because like mm-hmm. the Facebook community is closed and protected right. by the membership. But like even off, I mean, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, and mm-hmm. I have, I, and I've posted, you know, the transformation videos of like big to small and all that. Like, I've yeah. never had a negative comment, and I know it's, mm-hmm. it's going to come eventually, but I've not had a negative comment about how I used to look, how I look now, you know. P- only support only yeah. people are like mm-hmm. congratulations you look amazing way to go how did you do it yeah, you know right. those sorts of questions not um oh you still need to lose weight you know whatever right. the negativity could be like i don't yeah. even mm-hmm. want to think about it yeah, but, the you know, kindness inside inside our community uh, is is amazing yeah. and you know susan pierce thompson talks about wanting to make a million bright transformations how mm-hmm. cool would it be if a million people in addition to having bright transformations we're all putting that kind of positive energy, yeah. energy. on social media right, <laughs> right. Yes. i mean yeah that's the thing is like can you know, it's something to think about when you're yeah. on social media in general. Can mm-hmm. you be an agent for positive comments? Because they become mm-hmm. they become um, attractive to others. You know, yes. if you start making positive comments, it stimulates other people yes. to make yep. positive comments. And it becomes a you know mm-hmm. becomes a train of positive comments. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that you know another thing we should talk about is other people's perception of you, and mm-hmm. especially when you're losing yeah. weight. Yeah, and what that what that looks like. So. Bonnie, did you want to? I think, um, you know, I, like I said, I lost 70 pounds, so it's not super dramatic. It's not Would like, you stop. 70 no, no, no. Right. I'm just saying, right. like, I'm just saying like, it's, it, it's, it's not a hundred pounds or 200. The change isn't as dramatic as someone. It was from so dramatic numbers. though. Yes. Something from seeing you before and seeing Absolutely. you now. Right. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is even though it was not a huge amount, yeah. right. there were still people along the way. It's like, are you losing too much weight? Um, yes. you know, uh, you, you probably, aren't you going to stop now? Right. And it's like, you know, I'm a physician. I know what the body mass index mm-hmm. is and you know, where you should be on your goal weight doesn't really even have to fall into the BMI range, mm-hmm. but the BMI range is pretty wide. A normal mm-hmm. body mass index is, you know, anywhere from like 18.5 to 25. It's a huge yeah. range mm-hmm. of weights. So if you, if you go to a BMI calculator online, you can put in your weight and height, and then you can see the difference of what 18.5 and 25 would be. It's like 20, 25 pounds or something yeah, of sure. a range. So, um, I was not even in the 25 range yet when people were like, Oh my gosh. And yeah. you know, what happens mm-hmm. is as you're first losing weight, you actually lose weight in your face, depending mm-hmm. on where you carry your weight. Mm-hmm. And you can get, you know, you look a little sunken or a little, you can look mm-hmm. at people that have lost a lot of weight, yeah. you know, before and after. And, and it just looks to people like you're sick or, and I understand mm-hmm. that. I think it is a normal reaction. And, you know, Megan and I were talking about this, you know, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen someone in a while and you suddenly see them and they're mm-hmm. a lot lighter, it's mm-hmm. kind of just shocking. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're going to make a comment on it. And it doesn't mean they're trying to be mean or that they're trying to get mm-hmm. in your business. Mm-hmm. And I know when we're all in a journey of weight loss, we're already got a lot of sensitivities. So it can be jarring to have someone commenting on your physical body. Yeah. But it is kind of a normal, you know, reaction to just seeing someone that's changed a lot. Right. And it's worrying because it just looks like something bad mm-hmm. might have happened. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, we sent out, I, I sent out like a holiday card every year, end of the year card, you know, just telling my friends and family, you know, what's been going on and mm-hmm. including pictures for mm-hmm. people that we don't see very often so they can just see you and say hi. Yeah. Um, and so I included this picture of us at a family gathering and I wrote on there, you know, that Clay and I have been doing mm-hmm. the Bright Line Eating and so we were really happy to have found it and we're a lot healthier now. And one of our friends like commented back to me, I'm so glad you said that because I thought Clay had cancer, you know, oh, because wow. his weight loss and his face and everything was just more very dramatic, dramatic yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so... Um, yeah, so I think it's, it's a normal thing that happens. You have to kind of be prepared for it and 
Try not to be super sensitive. I mean, it's not okay if people are saying mean stuff or projecting their own, like, yes. I don't really want to have to lose weight, so I need you to stop. stop I need you to stop. Because yeah. your weight loss is making me have to confront right. yeah. my hard truths. Right. And so people can get aggressive about, you need to stop. You're doing something wrong. Right. That's not okay. But when people are like, oh my gosh, you've lost a lot of weight. What happened? Or is yeah. everything okay? Right. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Sometimes right. that's a little bit like, oh, I might want to do what you're doing. Tell yeah. me about it. Great. Right. Yeah. You can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have two stories. I think two. I at least have one story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to a work event that wasn't like everybody in, in st- on my staff. And mm-hmm. we work remotely, so a lot of us have not seen each other mm-hmm. or only seen each other on camera. So I probably hadn't seen people in at least six months. So we're talking about at least, you know, 70 pounds of right. weight loss. Wow, yeah. So right. a lot of weight loss. And so I go up to someone who I know and who knows me, and she said... I didn't even know who you were. I had to ask somebody who you were. Oh, wow. And she said, well, no, this funny thing is she was like, it's your hair. Uh. <laughs> She's like, because your hair is different, right? And I looked at her mm. and I was like, it's not my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's everything below my hair, but oh, it's not wow. my hair. I was like, I've lost 100 pounds. She's like, oh, you know, and it's just really funny right. because people have been, I've had multiple, I mean, and I do like, I have purple hair right now for those of mm-hmm. you that aren't watching us on YouTube. Right. Um, I, I have done radically different things with my hair over the years, but for, for the amount of time that I've been doing belly until very recently within the last couple of weeks, I've had mm-hmm. the same hairstyle with no color, just right. my normal, you know, right. salt and pepper gray stuff mm-hmm. that I have. And like literally hadn't changed my hair. So I was like, it's not my hair. I know it's not my That's hair, funny. but you can't reconcile. They couldn't reconcile in their mind right, right. that I had lost like a whole bunch of weight. Right. So then the other thing is, is that like I've had the conversation like with my husband who, when we had been doing triathlons before and I had lost a whole bunch of weight mm-hmm. at one point said, okay, can you stop? Oh, <laughs> not in a mean way, right, right. just in a, I like you with a little more, you know, plumpness on right, your body. Right. And so I actually went to him the other day and I was like, look, like, I understand, like, you know, this is how, you know, how are you doing with me right. being this weight? Yeah. Cause I'm smaller than I've ever been mm-hmm. in our entire mm-hmm. marriage. And he said to me, he said, I know the reason why you're doing it. I know that you're doing oh. it for your health and because you are concerned about your health. So he's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you look like. You know, what's really interesting is. You know, in our relationship, when we were doing triathlon and I was losing weight, I got the same comment. Uh, You can stop Mm -hmm. now because I like you a little bigger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now that we've done BLE together, that has not even come up in the conversation. Because Mm -hmm. I think there was a little bit of, for him, a little bit of like, again, if you're doing this, it's it's kind of putting it in my face that this might be something I need to do. And I'm not Mm -hmm. ready to do that. I'm not in a point where I can do that. And it's making me uncomfortable because I'm kind of having to confront the, you know, the, the discordance there. So I think that's a thing too. Again, I oh, think no, it's, for sure. it's a combination of from everybody in our lives about, I mean, some of them are just happy for you and delighted sure. with whatever that your healthy transformation. Some of them are worried genuinely because they're worried you're going to lose too much or yeah. like, Oh my gosh, this thing you're doing, no sugar, no flour. It's so obsessively right. weird. Yeah. And, right. You know, you're starving We're yourself. We're part of a cult. It's wrong. <laughs> you know, you're starving yourself or it's dangerous, right? In right, some right. way yeah. they're genuinely worried yeah. for your health. Like, Oh, you know, you know, not like I wanted you to be overweight, but I'm so worried that you're starving yourself to yeah. death. Yeah. Um, and then there's just people that are, you know, that are surprised, um, or that have their own internal thing yeah. where they are uncomfortable about the fact that they might also need to make some changes and they're not ready. And right. it's just, you know, I guess it would be like, and we can, we're going to talk about this in another mm-hmm. episode, but you know, if you quit smoking and then 
you're around your friends that smoke and then you're talking mm-hmm. about how great you feel that you quit smoking. I can mm-hmm. imagine, right. That might right. make them like, Oh, this, this conversation is making right. me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've already had people ask me like, how much more weight are you going to lose and stuff mm-hmm. like that? And I'm literally still obese. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still in the obese category when it comes to BMI. And I understand some people don't ascribe to that and right. that's fine. But I, I'm just saying like, I'm, you're not anorexic at this point. I'm uh, nowhere no, near or, or anorexic. Yeah. I still have plenty. I still, you're not emaciated. No, yes. I have, I still have plenty of adipose tissue to give. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I'm still giving. If only we could sell it. Right. I will. Right. That would right. be nice. We could bottle it and sell it. Right. But I don't think anybody wants it. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those people who are getting the BBLs, yeah. <laughs> they want it. Bonnie's looking at me like, what's a BBL? Okay. Everybody can laugh at Bonnie out there that she doesn't know. No, a Brazilian butt lift. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's a whole nother discussion that we're not going to go into here on the podcast. (laughs) That's another podcast. Uh, do we have anything else to say about, oh, Robin has something to say. I, I want to circle back, um, because I forgot to talk. I wanted to talk about, um, phantom fat. Mm. Right. And so I know I love that word. Phantom fat is that difficulty with perceiving your body being the new size that it is, right? Me, yeah. whoop, whoop. I'm raising my hand, right? Me. <laughs> because that, that is a very real thing. Like, you know, I, I know when you come from big numbers or, or really any numbers is perceiving your new body as being the actual size that it is. Um, and I love, Megan, you'll post like the face-to-face mm-hmm. pictures because the difference is is so amazing. Yeah. And I think that for some people that can be a really important thing to do, whether that's even just, and you've posted some pictures of you like in your old jeans. Oh yeah. I haven't done one of those in a while. I, I was, need, to do, yeah, I need yep. to do one of those. Yep. <laughs> because that makes it, that starts making it real of, well, no. I didn't, I didn't think about the fact of posting it or identifying it for yourself. Like yeah. that's one, you're, you know, you're kind of posting it to let other people see it's possible. Yeah. But there right. is a thing about... Yeah, there's days I just wake up and I'm just like, I'm so fat today. But I think that's why the before and after is so important. And I will tell you, like, if you've done the program, that's one of the first things they tell you to do in the prep stage of the program is to take your before pictures. Mm -hmm. And I know it's painful. And I don't even have an actual before picture. I have a picture that Bonnie took of me on the top, or maybe it was Robin, one of us, Mm -hmm. took of me on the top of a mountain that I almost died on a climb up. (laughs) But I will tell you... That, I mean, I don't even yeah. have an, a literal before picture because I was so mortified by the way, you mm-hmm. know, by how I felt about mm-hmm. myself, not yeah. even by the way it's I It's such a hard thing. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's so important because yeah. I think yeah. being able to put those up side by side, yeah. having that comparison, um, is it, it can be instrumental when you have dysmorphia, yes. like I do, about the way I actually look now to see myself up against what I used to. I can't, and, and then I mm-hmm. see the old picture and I'm like, I was that size. Right. And something else, and I don't mean to, you know, like continue to harp on this, but like Mm -hmm. I've, I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard somebody say, talking to somebody about like, there's a, there's a, there's a size that we see ourselves at and like bigger or smaller than that. We have dysmorphia for whatever that size. Oh, somebody was hiking with the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where, that's where we were talking about it. But it's like, you have a dysmorphia on either side of that bigger or smaller that like, this is not the size that you view your, like your, your, Mental image. I mean, I yeah, don't know. you, you have, talk about that, Robin. Yeah, I'm like, that, I don't know. that we have this image of our, of ourselves as a certain size or even certain age. I think, mm. right? Yeah. And twenty five. So, yeah, <laughs> thirty five. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably about 30 or so. Right. <laughs> and so that, that I think those comparisons help make it real for us. Yeah. They help build literally new neural pathways in our brain to a different image of ourselves. And so that perhaps by repeating that with, um, photos, I'm, I'm such a visual person. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, the, the old jeans hanging on to the, maybe hanging on to the I, old yeah, jeans, the one pair. right? That one pair. Pair. My favorite pair. I don't know what module yeah. it's in, but Susan talks about, you know, your perception of yourself is built on what you see yourself doing. Ah. Yep. Right. And so the more you see yourself in the size you are, in yeah. the shape you are, yeah. the more you will believe that. But yeah. I think like mm-hmm. you're saying, it takes seeing, literally seeing an external side by side picture of what you look like yeah. now and what you look like then. Um, mm-hmm. and you have to keep looking at that. I think yeah. you have oh, to absolutely. keep, um, well, and I think you need to time. see the mm-hmm. side by side too. Cause I think that's like, even if you're looking at an old picture of yourself and not looking at a new picture of yourself yeah. that you can, identify with that old picture rather yes. than actually seeing yes. what the new picture, what like the I think, reality is. Yeah. I think, cause I think, I think we trick, I mean, I know I do. I trick my brain a lot. I mean, my brain just tells me I'm bigger than I am right now all the time. I, I wonder about, um, experiences of going and buying clothes. Oh, right. Like being willing to pick up the smaller size. It's hard. And I hold the clothes up in front of me because Mm. I mean, so just Mm. like, let's talk numbers. Mm -hmm. Most of my like adult life, I was probably 22, 24, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe smaller, maybe even bigger than that at some Mm -hmm. point. But like, I would say like solid 22, 24. So always in plus sizes, always in plus sizes. And so coming down now to wearing non-plus size clothing and like, number one, we know fashion is weird. The numbers on the clothes are weird. But I hold up the clothes that will actually fit on my body now, and they and I, I know I've pro- I know I've said this in a previous podcast, but I'm gonna say it again. They look like children's clothing yep. because they look so small. And I will tell yeah. you, Bonnie gave me a shirt that mm-hmm. used to be Robin's or oh, the other way that Robin gave me. Yes. Robin gave Bonnie a shirt that's right. too big for Bonnie now. And Bonnie gave it to me. And Bonnie said she laughed when she, cause it was in one of my videos that I posted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She was like, that's so mm-hmm. funny. Cause that shirt's been through all of us right? now, <laughs> but it's that. like, I can now wear a shirt that Bonnie used the to wear of the and it right. just like blows right. my mind right. because in my mind, Bonnie is so much smaller than me uh-huh. and has always been so much uh-huh. smaller than me. Like I've always been the big one of the group. And it's like the fact that I can wear something that you, mm-hmm. and I, I have more clothes mm-hmm. with Bonnie's to be perfectly honest. She's been handing me down stuff for a little while, right. which is nice, but, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's a trip. It's totally a trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do we have anything else to say about body image? That was a great conversation. We had, this, we had a little sprinkles action in there. I don't know. If yeah, yeah, we did have, yeah. I mean, I think everybody, everybody, lo- everybody loves sprinkles. We love sprinkles. sprinkles. God, love you sprinkles. <laughs> um, I do want to, we're going to start putting it out there at the end of every episode, just so everyone knows we would love to take questions. Um, if you have questions for us about the program, um, you know, about why the sky is blue, mm-hmm. Bonnie could probably answer that. I definitely right. can't, yeah. uh, please, uh, send us an email on the bright line podcast at gmail.com or, hit us up on one of our social media, mm-hmm. um, channels, DM, whatever, you know, whatever Avenue you want to talk to us. Uh, we would love to take your questions and, um, start, you know, putting those out on the podcast. So mm-hmm. let us know. Uh, thanks so much for listening guys. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.